0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. Today's episode will be a weekly watch list. This will be the next week and the next. Well, the second. I'm just going to start again. This will be the second. Done. Oh, Done don't completely. Uh, this will be the <laughs> the last two weeks. Because I didn't do one last week, and I've missed Sunday this week, so this could go up on Monday, no, it's not even going to go up on Monday, I've got Mondays ready to upload, this is going to go up on Tuesday probably, I don't even know. I don't know what's going on I don't know why I'm even recording this because I haven't watched a lot so there's not even much point but look we're going to talk in detail about some of the things I've watched from the 23rd of April up until the 7th ish of May so a couple of weeks alright yeah let's, let's just call it that um right so I should mention that I have not uploaded recently because I've had major issues, technically speaking, my computer just straight up died. Alright, so I was doing work, I was doing very important university work, I was doing my dissertation, and it crashed. Alright, my computer just fully died, and I had to retrieve the files that I'd lost, and <laughs> had to take out the hard drive, and had to do a really emergency repair on the computer, I mean, it's f- now it's completely gone it's busted but we managed to get all the data back which is good and now I'm just using an older laptop and hoping this works. I mean, I can tell that it's slightly different, which is weird, because I'm using the same microphone, so it shouldn't be different. But it, to me, it feels different. And I'm using a different um, software, Audacity has updated or something, or it's an older version. I don't know. It's weird, but I'm just going to get on with it. So I'm going to start off talking about the film that I watched, what well, I said I was going to watch in the last weekly watch list episode, The Northman. Oh my god, go and watch The Northman if it's still playing in cinema, which I highly doubt it because Doctor Strange has wiped out everything except for Downton Abbey 2, which I'm never gonna f- watch. But if you can see The Northman at the cinema, do it. If you can't, just wait until it's on DVD or streaming or whatever. Because you need to watch The Northman, it is breathtaking, it's one of the greatest films I think I've ever seen, I loved it, I loved it from start to finish, I just think it's a masterpiece, and I've tried to record reviews for that, I think I've recorded it twice, I recorded one, but then it's on the old computer that's dead now, and then I recorded it again on my phone, but I hated how it sounded, because going back to the way the podcast used to sound, without this microphone, I just can't do that, but The Northman, I want to do a review for it, so that may be out soon, but it's incredible. Okay, Alexander Skarsgård is an absolute beast in that movie. Robert Eggers is one of the greatest directors, currently working three for three. He's on The Witch, The Lighthouse, The Northman, all terrific. This one is probably his best. I loved it. I really, really enjoyed that Viking berserker tale, so go and check out The Northman. Then, after that, I watched The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent again. I went to the cinema with my mom to see it. She loved it. I think she enjoyed it more than me. I thought it was good. I thought it was better the second time. There are still some issues with it, granted, but I think it's a fun film, and I think Nicolas Cage is fantastic, and he should be praised and protected at all costs. Then, I watched another film for the second time, but I enjoyed it more, Turning Red. Now, I've recorded a review for Turning Red back in March when it came out, And I wasn't the biggest fan of it. I thought it was good, but I was kind of hoping it would be better. And this second time, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it's because we watched it in the evening when my laptop was dying. So I was having to cope with the stress and panic of potentially losing all of my work (laughs) just a day before it was due but we watched Turning Red, and I thought it was lovely, I thought it was really, really good, so I I think I need to watch it again, because I'm going to love it even more, and Turning Red is quickly becoming one of my favourite films of the year, granted I've not seen that many great films this year, but I really enjoyed it the second time, so if you weren't the biggest fan the first time, I'd say watch it again, because it is actually better. Anyway, after this, on the 1st of may i mean i think i saw other films between turning red and the next film but i cannot remember because it was all a blur i had to get my work sorted and my laptop fixed but it was a stressful time and i cannot remember what i watched between that thursday to the sunday so on the sunday sunday the first of may i went to the cinema to watch the bad guys so the bad guys is this new animated feature from dreamworks and it stars a bunch of animals as the villains they are bad guys like they rob banks and stuff and they turn good but they are secretly still bad it was pretty good i liked the visual style to it i liked the animation techniques that they used i thought it was very fresh some of it worked better than other parts i think it's really weird because there's only about six animals in this entire world and the rest of this world are humans but nobody thinks it's a big deal that there are some animals that can talk and rob banks and drive cars and do all that stuff And there's one thing I can't really talk about because of spoilers, but every single animal has that in common, and it seems a bit weird. Like, I would have thought about it earlier if I was one of the humans inhabiting this world. But I thought The Bad Guys was well acted for the most part, uh, has some funny moments, has some really cool moments, and I think it does very well to go the entire movie without playing Billie Eilish's song, so fair play in that respect. Then in the evening we watched the first Top Gun to prepare for the second one. The first one's okay, it's not an amazing movie, it's an iconic film, sure, There's a lot of sexual tension going on between all the guys. So it's pretty funny looking back at it in the 1980s to now. But I do think the second one is going to be a genuinely better movie because Top Gun, it's all very much style of a substance. And I think Tom Cruise has come a long way since then. And I really cannot wait for the new Top Gun. I cannot wait Anyway, after this we watch Atomic Blonde, which is the Charlize Theron film directed by David Leach, who has got his new film coming out this July, Bullet Train, which I'm very, very excited for. I hadn't seen Atomic Blonde in years and now it's coming up to being five years old, which is bonkers to me because I remember watching it at the cinema many, many times when it first came out and I love it, I have really enjoyed that film. Next day, we went to the cinema to watch Operation Mincemeat. So this is the new war espionage film starring many Mr. Darcy's. So there's Colin Firth and Matthew McFadden. It's got Jason Isaacs as well and Kelly MacDonald. And it's all about the plot to trick Hitler into thinking they were going to attack Greece, I think, or they were going to Greece and not sicily where they were actually now that i think about it i can't remember what the actual trickster motive was but either way they wanted to trick hitler into thinking they were going to attack one place so that hitler would move all of his forces into that place but in actual fact they were still going to attack the main place they were supposedly going to attack and that would have hopefully turned the tide of war or it could have resulted in many, many thousands of deaths. But Operation Mincemeat is the story about that, so they've got to find a dead body, then fill in the information for who he is and given the documents for him to wash up on the Spanish shores for them to trick the regime into thinking that these documents were legit. And it was a pretty good film, it was well told, it wasn't the most exciting at times, but the acting was great, the story was interesting, and it just tells a war story that we hadn't really heard before and, I certainly wasn't familiar with it, so I think a lot of people should be, because it was a pretty incredible thing that they did, and yeah, it was fine. It was fine overall. Next day, I went to see The Northman again, and I've just got to say again, go and watch The Northman. It is f- incredible. It's coming out on demand this Friday. Watch it if you can, because it is breathtaking. If you want to see naked lava battles and just grunting and groaning and uh, uh, just oh my god berserker shouting shield smashing sword sheathing mayhem watch the northmen it is incredible there's a lot of violence there's a lot of death there's a lot of blood but it is oh God, it is so good. It is the one film I cannot stop thinking about this year. I think it might be my favourite. I think it might be. Anyway, next day I watched the first Doctor Strange to re-watch in preparation for the new one. And I like the first Doctor Strange. I think it's a very good film. I gave it four stars. I think it's pretty decent. It's one of the most fun and unique origin films for marvel and back in 2016 it was pretty breathtaking and it still is now like it still holds up really well the visual effects and the story itself is really interesting really engaging and it's just a great film right benedict cumberbatch is fantastic as doctor strange even though he's got a weird gravelly american accent going on here but it's a good film and i do like that then the next day here we are i went to see doctor strange in the multiverse of madness so the new film. It was fine. (laughs) It was okay. It's not the best. It's not the worst. There are many, many plot holes that I found with it, but it's one of these films you just got to not think about, you know, just consume it and just enjoy it and you'll be fine. It's not a great film, but the directing is fantastic. The writing is shambolic. Performances, again, are fine for the most part. There's some really funny moments because it's just stupid, but I can't say because of spoilers. Either way, I've got two reviews for that, so I've got the spoiler review and the non-spoiler review. Go and check those out and then go and check out the film if you want, if you're a Marvel fan. I clearly am because the next day I watched Spider-Man No Way Home. This was the first time re-watching it since, uh, since at the cinema and I loved it, I actually really enjoyed watching it at home. I think it holds up better, to be honest, because even though there are some moments that are clearly designed for a big vocal audience, because when you see certain things happen, there's a pause in the dialogue, there's a pause in the music, when it's just dead quiet for too long, but that's because you're expecting cheers, you're expecting laughter, you're expecting a reaction, but you're not gonna have that same reaction every single time you watch a film, any film but especially No Way Home because there are some major things you need to react to but you just don't do that because I've seen it like six times now but I don't feel the same way about it that being said it was significantly better watching it at home as opposed to at the cinema on opening day for instance even though I did watch it twice on opening day because I'm stupid but look Spider-Man No Way Home it's fun it's a great film and yeah I'd say check it out the next day, I watched Spider-Man 3, so I saw it was on TV, and I thought I'll watch some of it, and it was fun, I mean, it's not good, but it's fun, and yeah, Sam Raimi, so I watched Doctor Strange 2, which Sam Raimi directed, then I watched Spider-Man No Way Home, and then I combined them both with Spider-Man 3, and that concluded the week, actually, I shouldn't have mentioned, no, I should have mentioned that, Yes, yeah, fine, that's 7th of May, that was Saturday, so I'm gonna start the next week in the next episode, and get back into a rhythm, hopefully, uh, that concludes the films now let's talk about tv for a bit i've watched a lot i mean i've watched a ton of parks and recreation again i finished watching it the other week and i just started from season one again now i'm back up to i think season four episodes 10 maybe i'm flying through it again and i'm probably going to start it again once i finish because it is a guilty pleasure show i watch it when i need to feel happy when i need to laugh or just feel something feel anything i love it i really love parks and rec (laughs) then on the 7th of may i should mention i watched the Pentaverate. so the Pentaverate is this new netflix series from mike myers he writes it creates it stars in it as six different people or something And it was pretty funny, okay, I watched the entire show, it's six episodes, they vary from about 30 minutes to about 22 minutes long each episode, and it's really, okay, it's really 90s, and it's really Mike Myers, but I am a fan of that kind of humour, and a fan of his writing, there are some really funny lines, there's a really, really clever moment or two, in episode two, I believe it is, and the last episode, when it kind of breaks the fourth wall and makes it extremely meta for Netflix, and it does this a few other times, so one of the opening credits is Jeremy Irons giving the intro to Stranger Things, but of course they can do this because Netflix creates both, so I like what this show does, because it isn't afraid to laugh at itself, and for Netflix to laugh at themselves too, so the pentaver although it's not the most laugh out loud funny show you've ever seen, and yes, yeah, some of it drags, Some of it just isn't funny at all. But it's really clever at times, and it's just classic Mike Myers. And it's good to see him back because he's been away for so long now and it feels as though he never left. Maybe that's not a good thing because it still feels like it should have been made in the 90s, but I don't care. It was fun to me, and I just went on the treadmill and I watched the entire thing in about two and a half hours. And there's one moment in episode four. I don't want to say anything but (laughs) I don't want to say it, but Oh, Shrek. Just, yeah, watch it anyway. It's great. Then, I should mention I finished Moon Knight. I will have a review for that coming out soon, I think. I may do a review, because I'm tempted to. Because I watched it all in just a few days again. I've watched it all twice through now, and... It's fun, okay, it's really good, it's really different. I still don't think it's a proper TV show because you look at something like Daredevil or any of the Defenders series that Netflix did, Netflix knows how to make a TV series. I don't think Disney Plus quite know how to do that just yet because all of their MCU shows have just felt like extended movies, and Moon Knight is no exception. Whereas Daredevil is a proper serial, okay, it takes place over like 12 episodes or something each series. It builds up to something big, of course, like any series should do, but at the same time, each episode is kind of individual and it helps progress in a nice manner. But all of these Moon Knight episodes, It just feels like it's building up to the big climax, the big third act of a Marvel film. So even though it's great and Oscar Isaac is fantastic in it, there's some really good action sequences. I don't think Moon Knight is in it enough, if I'm being honest, because he only really turns up for one scene in each episode when he is in it. So yeah, Moon Knight, it's good. I will do a review for that properly, so check out that when it comes out. What else have I watched in terms of TV? You know, I honestly can't think. I should have been writing this down, but I just. Oh, I started watching Russian Doll, which is on Netflix, created by Amy Poehler and Natasha Lyonne, and starring her as well. And so far, it's good. It's like a Groundhog Day scenario, but more drugged up is the best way to describe it. And so far, I'm a few episodes in, and I am enjoying it. So I will carry on with that. Season two has just come out on Netflix a couple of weeks back, so that's why I wanted to get into it because I'd heard very good things, and I thought, you know what, better start now. So Russian Doll, I will update this in. The next week hopefully if i watch more of it which i'm sure i will when i stop watching parks and rec also i've just realized me and my mom have watched a ton of baking shows so we've watched is it cake we finished that baking impossible which is all about combining baking with engineering we started school of chocolate which is pretty good it's all about chocolate as the title suggests and we started cooked with cannabis which again pretty self-explanatory <laughs> but um yeah apart from that what's coming out at the end of this okay today i'm very very excited today I'm going to watch Everything Everywhere all at once. It's finally coming out here in the UK. It's a preview screening tonight that I'm going to go to. Cannot wait for that. That's getting a wider release. Well, ish, wider-ish release, because I don't think it's showing locally, unfortunately. But it's getting a wider release here in the UK from the 13th of May, this Friday, also coming out on Friday is Firestarter, the new Zach Efron film based on the Stephen King novel. I honestly don't think there's anything else major just yet because obviously Doctor Strange came out last week. So there's gonna be a couple of weeks before something big comes out. Top Gun, Top Gun on the 25th, I believe it is. And we've got Stranger Things coming out soon as well. So yeah, there's a lot to check out. There's a lot to watch. I will hopefully get back into a better routine doing these reviews as well as watching stuff because, like I said, I cannot remember anything I watched between the 28th of April and the first of the month, but I'm sure there was something I just cannot think. So yeah, with that, I think I'm going to leave it there. I hope everybody's having a good couple of weeks and staying safe out there. I have been Kieran and I shall speak to you in the next episode of You Can't Handle, the truth